Hello, welcome to the Gentleman Makers Shedcast. It's Friday, 20th of August 2021. We don't need to say it, we're not in the shed. <laughs> Although we have an idea. Uh, Nicola needs a, a garden workspace. Uh, her, her job is getting more involved, so uh, we may use that to have our office. Fantastic. Just got to design, build and pay for. <laughs> anyway, uh, the weekend, last weekend was a busy one. Saturday I was in the shop until around 2pm and uh, that was a busy shift. Had an almost full sales sheet. Marvellous. It's been busy this week too. I was in there yesterday as you know. Sunday I whizzed off to Bexley Heath where my framing studio lives at the bottom of my mother's garden uh, via Adam's house to uh, collect him. And we whizzed up there with Charlie the dog, which was exciting because my sister's Airedale was also present. Uh, Nancy the dog, so um, she's bigger than Charlie. The two of them raced around the garden, flattening the flowers for an hour or so. <laughs> yes, oh gosh. Uh, I had two beautiful pet illustrations to frame uh, for a friend of mine. Uh, amazingly drawn. Uh, I'll, I've given them back. I can't take a photograph. It's a real shame. I'd have shared them with permission. But there we go. Now, Nick normally doesn't work on a Monday. Uh, this week, past week, she's been on a course. Working from home, of course, so Adam and I kept out the way on Monday by doing shed things. And we dismantled uh, a fixie bicycle. <laughs> it was impossible to ride. I built it from an old mountain bike frame uh, that I'd worn all the gear set out of. I built it a few years ago now. Uh, welded up the rear uh, diff, not diff, um, whatever you call it, the coggy slippy thing. I can't think what they're called this week. Welded that up, etc. Put a new chain on it. New pedals, cranks. Uh, removed all the brakes. Welded all the holes up. Smooth as you like. Smooth as anything. And whilst on a nice flat surface, you could get on it and pedal along. And try and stop by not pedalling. <laughs> it was really difficult. <laughs> so anyway, that's going to scrap now. We've kept the kept the mechanical bits. We're just going to throw the frame away. On next week's uh, tip run. It's that time again. Um, we also amended the wiring on the CNC, we extended the power cord of the router so it could run through the, the cable tracks to keep everything tidy. And uh, we made all, the, all the, the other wiring around it spot on. And I realised yesterday that I also need to plumb the uh, Cat 5 or Cat 6 cable that connects to the laptop we run it from. I didn't want it wireless, so it's connected. I need to do the same with that, so I might need to get a larger, a longer cable for that so it comes out where I want it to. Tuesday. Tuesday I took Adam back to Aeon Sports Cars where he's continuing to enjoy tinkering with all manner of exotica. And then I, I came back home, checked on Nick, made a, made a cup of tea. She gets good tea breaks. <laughs> and I sat down and started working through Fusion 360. And I managed to output some G-code for the CNC to run a test piece. Success! Yes, I did it. Uh, up until the point that it started cutting, the whole thing looked really scary. But in reality, once it's going, it's a doddle. You just stand back and let it happen. Now I've got to learn an awful lot about creating toolpaths in Fusion, of which there are many, it would seem, many types, uh, depending on your tools and the operation you're undertaking. And that'll help me cut the things that I need to make. Now, there's quite a list already, of course. I've got quite a few ideas and things cribbed from, uh, uh, what's it called, Pinterest. And I scored a load of plywood Tuesday as well that came up on the marketplace on Facebook. A load of uh, offcuts, uh, handy for making little workshop items, etc. Uh, hold down clamps, for instance, which I need a fair few of. Uh, there was a sheet of ply, 
uh, not ply, yes ply, a couple of sheets of ply, cut down sheets and some MDF and, and some block board as well. So that's got, got many uses, despite the fact I've said no more wood. <laughs> I couldn't resist. And Wednesday, I managed to create my famous beer lever bottle opener, uh, Infusion. And like all new software encounters, there's a lot of cursing going on whilst getting used to the interface. Uh, Fusion is an extremely complex piece of software, and I only really need a tiny fraction of its abilities. So weeding through what I need, that's a bit of a challenge, but it's it's like trying to focus on a single flower in a garden. Really difficult. Thursday morning, I got into the shed, cut down some MDF, ugh, don't like it, for a sample sign to go in the shop. We, we've decided to have signed areas of different types of product, uh, um, food, sign to cover the cakes, chocolates, eggs, jams, etc. A jewellery sign where all the jewellery is clustered and stationery for the notepads and what have you. Uh, oh, and the, the greetings cards. And after a, a few false starts, it, it went okay, although I think I used the wrong route a bit. Uh, there'll be a Mark II of that coming. I've also changed the, the methodology in my head, uh, but at least it's not procrastination because I'm actually doing it. And Thursday afternoon in the shop, which I used as a bit of a breather to catch up on Maker's Waffle, the longest one yet. <laughs> uh, and I was doodling a few ideas and researching on, on uh, online as well, and with the odd customer. Uh, it, it was a bit quiet in the afternoon, so I shut early and whizzed back home to see how Nick was doing. And she was wrapping up her course, which ended yesterday. And she's been sharing it with me in the evenings. And uh, it, it's helping me get an understanding, and of course it helps her by explaining what she's been working through and part of the job will involve using SketchUp, Trimble SketchUp to model house building projects so at least I can help out there. She, she wants to import the floor plans of the building into SketchUp, scale it so it's one-to-one, -one. SketchUp works one-to-one -one. Um, and then she can draw the the house in a very basic form just to get, be able to measure the volumes of, of spaces which SketchUp does very easily. So I'm looking forward to helping out there and teaching her a little bit about how to use it. Now, it's Friday morning that we're recording, which I think I said in the intro. And we'll be wrapping this up in a little while. It's a quarter past ten. And I'm going to return Adam back home and uh, exchange him for his sister, Emily. Uh, she's spending the weekend with us because she needs ferrying to and fro to an event that she is working at in her broadcast capacity. That brings us up to the minute. So, uh, topic. Uh, it's one that we've we've had before, and that topic is learning. Nick's course prompted this, uh, of course, um, more so than my foray into fusion and, and CNC learning. Uh, sat with her listening to the course and all the, the terminology of the house building trade has been tickling me. Now, I'm definitely no builder, but I have conducted a great many house projects and, and small building projects over the years. I built my own conservatory once. That was a challenge. Drew my own plans, spec'd it up, etc. But, you know, that worked fine. And we diligently watch Grand Designs, of course, and uh, anything that, that um, anything that the lovely George does. And whilst the manipulation of the numbers to achieve energy ratings, etc., is, is nothing but uh, downright wizardry, I'm kind of getting a little understanding of what it is she's achieving, trying to achieve. Now, I like the learning, especially by doing a thing. Reading is good, but it does make a lot of difference actually doing it. In fact, something Adam said with his time at Aon Sports Cars, he's 
had more experience and learnt more there, hands-on, getting grubby, than he'll ever manage at college. And there's such a lot of boys trying to work on one thing at a time that you just don't get enough time, you don't get a look in. And all those hours spent in a schoolroom being presented with mathematics purely for the sake of it, and it did nothing for me educationally. There seemed no point to it. Now, English lessons, yes, because we're using it. Well, I'm using English now. Not particularly well, of course, but <laughs> there we go. Uh, on the mathematics front, you know, imagine learning how to speak Italian and then not talking with anyone. That's what it seemed like to me. Dove sono miracolo di sola? And that's me done with it, Italian. <laughs> if you want to know the translation, that's roughly, where are my sunglasses? I know where they are. They're downstairs in the kitchen. Where's my notes? Ah, Maths only makes sense to me when I'm working out a project. I can see the numbers as actual, tangible things then. I can understand how they relate and then manipulate them to do what it is I need them to do. Another example, when I was 14-ish, I had classical Spanish guitar lessons. I didn't like it. I got dropped off on a Saturday morning at this funny-looking beardy bloke's house and uh, felt pressured and embarrassed. Uh, both Dad and I uh, loved rock and roll. I've no idea why my parents thought classical Spanish guitar would engage me. I understand now, of course, that as a guitarist or any musician, you learn the classics. It's a bit like uh, being a chef and learning to cook all that complicated, fancy French junk before you get onto the stuff you really like. <laughs> Sorry, France. It's very nice. <laughs> um, I've lost myself in the notes now. Uh, roll on. 30 years from that experience and I'd bought myself uh, a lovely new six-string acoustic and had two equally keen friends, one of whom could actually play and had been in, in bands. Uh, hello, Gracie. He's not listening. No idea where he is nowadays. Uh, we got together often and I learned to play the essentials for nearly every rock and roll song ever made. And having the goal of, of playing Not Fade Away by Buddy Holly, for instance, that became achievable and a tangible thing. We could hear it, we knew the chords, and we could replicate it. We even gigged a few times, to almost universal acclaim. Uh, we had a good time, apart from a rough pub gig we did in, in the outskirts of Dartford, where I actually got a death threat via text whilst we played, Stop now or you'll die. <laughs> we carried on. I'm still here. You may be different to me. You, you might be able to read an instruction manual, memorise it, and get on with a task. Personally, if I'm fixing a thing, uh, poking about first is my preference. Getting a feel for what's what and where it is. And like with the car last week, you know, checking to see if anything obvious presents itself. And when you've been tinkering with all sorts of things for years, it, it's amazing how many things are similar. You know, there, There's only so many ways of mechanically actuating a thing, electrically turning something on or off, etc. And, and also, just like life itself... Your making, fixing journey uh, takes you past all sorts of things that you notice whilst achieving the end goal that you might not focus on, but you absorb. Like staring at that single flower in the flower bed, you're aware of your surroundings. Oh, I tied that together. <laughs> Unintentional. And one day, having seen all those, those things, comes in handy. It's amazing how much capacity for storage our mushy little brains have. It's, it's something like 74 terabytes However that's been measured, I do not know. Can you imagine one day we can connect ourselves to a, a PC or the equivalent then and view the hierarchy like we do our hard drives now? That would be very handy. 
and going back to Adam again and, and his learning, the, the hands-on, the, the practical, he's learning from someone that knows a lot already and he's getting to draw from that uh, depth of experience, a wealth of experience and applying it instantly with the thing right in front of him in the, in the way that he can't do at college because of the volume of people trying to do the same thing. When I collected him the other day, he was elbows deep in the back axle of a Mark II Escort rally car with a huge grin on his face. Filthy he was, filthy. <laughs> and all the theory in the world can't prepare him for that, uh, the, the physicality of that, the smell of gear oil. Yuck, don't like gear oil. Everything else I'm fine with. During my A-level art course in school back in the mid-80s, I asked my teacher, whose name I cannot remember, I asked if we could go outside and draw or paint landscapes. His response was, why would you want to do that? We have cameras for that sort of thing. At the time, I was I was upset about it. It seemed like he had a very narrow focus. Uh, his preference was for the avant-garde. And we did studies of piles of chairs using just a rubber roller and uh, oil paints. Straight in, no prep drawings, etc. Peculiar fellow he was. Drove an Alfa Romeo, though. That was the one cool thing about him. Well, there's a little insight into learning. At least my learning and my, my ideas of it. Throw the books away. <laughs> Just have a go. <laughs> That's not a good summary. <laughs> well, let's wrap up. Let's have a thank you. And particularly a thank you to all the people that create YouTube tutorials for Fusion 360 and all the other things that, that I've learned. You've all made my life so much easier. Thank you very much. More to come. Speak to you next week. Have a good weekend. Take care, everyone. Bye-bye.